Welcome to the First Church Podcast, a resource of First Church of God in Columbia City, Indiana. Our goal is to provide you with tools that you can use to help you in your new or growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Jordan Chapel, the middle school pastor here at First Church of God. Welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to be in the book of 1 Samuel as we continue our timeless series, walking through the pages of Scripture, uh, one book at a time every week, uh, discovering who God is, how He's wanting to interact with us, and how that individual book kind of connects to the story of the whole. Um, it's been a great journey. We hope you guys have been able to dig into Scripture with us, and we hope these uh, resources have been helpful for you as you dig into, who, again, who God is, what He's wanting to do in your life, and how it is that uh, th- this book that is an ancient book um, is so meaningful and so important and so uh, transformational for us today. And so as we're in the book of 1 Samuel, um, the movement that I kind of want to look at starts in chapter 4. And so the people of Israel had uh, this thing called the Ark of the Covenant, and it was one of those things that was uh, instructed to be made while the people were wandering, and it was this really ornate, beautiful thing that uh, stuff from their time in the wilderness went inside of to remind them of who God was and how he had worked in the lives of the people of Israel. And it was one of those things that was commanded to go with them as they went, and it was this sign that like God's presence was with them as they went from place to place. And so now we catch up with Israel, and what we see happening uh, in chapter 4 is they go uh, into battle with the Philistines, and what happens is they bring the Ark of the Covenant out, and and it's, again, the sign of this physical presence of God with the people of Israel. And and they kind of trot it out and show it off, and and the way the Bible Project puts it is they, they view it as almost like a trophy, like, oh, we got God, and so we're fine, and that sounds like a really, like a good thing to pursue, like trusting solely and and completely on God, but God looked at the hearts of the people of Israel as they trotted out the Ark of the Covenant in this way, and, um, and Israel ended up getting defeated in this battle with the Philistines, and so the Ark of the Covenant gets taken away, which is like a pretty significant deal. If you think about the name Ark of the Covenant, it's this piece that again reminds the people of Israel that God has made a covenant with them, that God will always be faithful to his end of the covenant, uh, and that God is always going to be with them. And, and what is happening here is the ark is getting taken and, and the people of God are without this symbol, without this reminder, without like the actual presence of God with them because it traveled with the ark. And so um, the, the Philistines take it and they put it in their temple. And there's this fascinating story in chapter 5 that when the Philistines have the ark, they put it in their temple, and they they have this other god, Dagon, in their temple, and they leave overnight, and they come back the next morning, and, and this little statue of Dagon has fallen on its face before the ark. And so they fix it, they set everything up, and then they come in the next day, and again, the little statue has fallen down, face down, in front of the Ark of the Covenant, in front of the presence of God, and it says it's like broken to pieces. So every time they put it up, it just falls back down on its face, 
bowing to the God of all of creation. And so I think it's really important for us to uh, remember here the God that we serve and remember that this God that's interacting uh, here in the book of 1 Samuel with the people of Israel and with the Philistines um, is the same God that we serve today. We're a part of an eternal story. I think so often we want to isolate our relationship uh, with Jesus to right here and right now, which is a really delicate balance because Jesus is is alive. We, we're following him today, and we have a very real and personal relationship, uh, uniquely being gifted to follow Jesus at this point in history, uh, but we also follow this long tradition, like we're not an isolated people, and the moment we start parading around God like we existed before him, and we get to like bring him out, and he's like our, our, our trophy God, that we can say, oh yeah, we're fine, we we don't have to worry any, and again, that, that is such a fine line between saying we don't have to worry because if it hadn't been the Lord who was on our side in the past, uh, we wouldn't have been fine. So we we know that we can trust God going forward. We tread the balance between that and, and parading him out that so we can just use him for our convenience. We constantly need to be humbling ourselves, remembering this is all about God, not us. The story of the universe doesn't find its place in us Colossians says it's all God's. I love how Eugene Peterson translates Colossians. And he says, we look at this son and see the God who cannot be seen. We look at the son and see God's original purpose in everything created for everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, rank after rank after rank of angels. Everything got started in him and finds its purpose in him. So the moment we remove ourselves from that long tradition of people submitting their hearts to follow the the creator of the universe, the moment that we remove ourselves and say that like my relationship with God centers around me and doesn't center around God is the moment where we displace ourselves from the covenant that we've made with God because it's all about God. He's not our trophy He's not our ATM. He's not our genie that's magically going to fix everything. He's the creator of the universe. And he's wanting to be in a relationship with us, an active and and always developing relationship. And so the moment we remove ourselves from that story is the moment that we no longer interact with God how he intended. And so my encouragement for you today is is to really take some self-inventory to look at how you view God and is your view of God God revolving around you or is your view of God that it all goes back to God, that everything, like Peterson says, b- above and below, visible and invisible, rank after rank after rank of angels, everything got started in him and finds its purpose in him. It's all about God it's all about God. He wants that relationship with you. And so my, I, I beg you, don't, don't remove yourself from that story. Remember who you are in relationship to the God of the universe, that you are creation, but a creation that he loves deeply 
and wants the best for and wants you to submit your, your heart, your mind, your soul to.